Berlin-based composer-producer-pianist Meredy joins me on the Classical Post podcast to discuss the musical fusion of German nightclubs with a classical music backbone. In essence, this is her new album called Trance, released on the label Modern Recordings. As an artist who has garnered millions of streams online between all of the various digital services, Elle Magazine declares, quote, Meredy composes music which shines like stars, unquote. Electronic music in its various iterations is ubiquitous now, but there's a slice of this known as trance that I remember experiencing in Europe on a number of occasions in London, Paris, and Vienna. It takes you to a higher mental state, perhaps even altering your mind in a positive way. Meredy takes her classical training and approaches this very European nightclub sound, resulting in a passionate recording to let others experience a different state of mind, lose a sense of time, and become one with their surroundings. In this episode, we speak on getting high on music, differences between the European and American nightclubs, and how she hopes to shatter the stereotype of composers today. Listen to the podcast to learn about the trance genre and tap into energy emitted from this music that could just get you through your next hard day at work. This is the Classical Post podcast, exploring the intersection of classical music, style, and wellness. We dive into meaningful conversations with leading artists from an array of different backgrounds. Based in New York City, Classical Post is a touchpoint for tastemakers. I'm Jonathan Eifert. Let's get into it. In terms of energy, do you find that one thing or a series of activities brings you that energy? Yeah, it's making yourself high. It's making yourself go very much into a specific emotion that will lead to a very intense feeling. And it's almost, it's like dreaming or falling asleep. You concentrate on it or you you switch the reality you go from your normal day feeling to some other kind of reality and then you're there for me this is yeah having this energy and putting it to the other side or creating this other world where you are where, where there's lots of music and where you where the music is playing very loud in my head and it's so loud and it's just there that i just have to that i and the energy is so high that I yeah that in that's in this state of mind I am just composing everything like down on paper or on piano or anything. And the way to go there is you you can you can practice it. I was also able to practice it over the years because when I was smaller, when I was younger, it just came. It was just there and it came in moments where I didn't want it to be there. It came in moments of when I was, when I had fear, when we had a test in school and I, I was just afraid to fail and everyone was so intense. Everyone was writing down things. Everyone was uh, quiet and there was a lot of emotions in this classroom, lots of energy. 
And then it came often, the music was playing so loud in my head and I couldn't concentrate on the test anymore. So I practiced over the years, I practiced how to control this energy. And now I can control it, but still sometimes in certain situations where there is extreme emotions involved, I can't really control it. But therefore I'm an artist. So right now I'm very free and I can just tell everyone to leave because I have to compose. <laughs> Back <laughs> in the days, people weren't taking it seriously. But now as this is my profession, as this is my job, now people take it serious. It's interesting how things change, you know, over time that you do become viewed in a certain way and you can have that position to be like, okay, I have to go do this. This is a really great uh, segue into your career and to talk about your projects. I definitely wanted to uh, touch on your latest album. So... My last album, Trance, is basically, it's an escape from reality. What I just talked about, this energy and about making yourself high, has a lot to do with my last album. It's called Trance because it is about the different state of minds, the different state of trance that you can get. And it's basically getting yourself into a trance so you will be mentally somewhere else but physically you're still here and for me it's it's an escape from reality um, I also composed this album last last autumn and winter when there was lockdown here and everyone was just yeah lost for me it was a therapy to compose and getting myself into trance and escaping reality through music. There's also two other stories to it. One inspiration also comes from, from actually the club and techno scene also in Berlin. I was, yeah, I was very much inspired and very, I have this idea since a long time where I was inspired when I was on techno raves and when I felt the huge energy there and when I felt this also this kind of getting into a trance, not only through dancing, but also because the people were so much longing for this, for escaping, for being somewhere else, for, for escaping the reality, basically. And there is places in Berlin, lots of clubs where you can feel this very much. And it's just such a interesting, inspiring feeling for me um, as an artist, as a musician, to understand why people get there, to understand how they do it. And I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to create this in my own coming from a classical background. And yeah. And the other part is that I'm also, I'm half Armenian, half German. And I just uh, recently found out, found this out that lots of Armenians have this, this extreme longing, this feeling, this longing for something. And yeah, and then I found out that people say that we have this longing from being in the diaspora, being outside from Armenia. We always had this longing for the home that we left that we lost that because there are more armenians living outside of armenia than in armenia so lots of people in the diaspora and armenia had lots of wars and fights and lots of trouble during the last centuries and yeah so this is also something that i just found out recently that it's very interesting that 
probably my Armenian heritage has something to do with this huge longing that I have and getting into a trance state of mind to be with your mind there, but physically you are still here. So this long so intense that you create a trance yourself. First of all, I, there's lots of thoughts that come to mind. Uh, I love yeah. the idea of trance because in, in America, it's electronic music obviously is, is popular, but it's different than it is in Germany or mm -hmm. uh, in other parts of Europe. I used to live in London, by the way. So I definitely was exposed to that idea of thinking that was it was super passionate. I have German friends then as well as now. It's a thing where in America, for some reason, I, I just didn't find that level of enthusiasm toward trance as I did when I lived in London. And mm -hmm. so I, I think that's very interesting. Maybe it was just because of the different circles that I ran in, in, in both sides of the pond. But I, I do think there's a change of culture. Yeah. I guess having said that, I'm very aware of what you're saying, but I find it uh, relevant to people here, I think, in the U.S., because there is something very magical about what you're describing that I think if you haven't experienced it, because it really does put you in, an, in a different mindset altogether and a higher functioning, kind of a different brain uh, wavelength almost. Yeah. And I think if people here were, were to experience that who have not experienced it, they would find it very valuable. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. For me, I've, I really think and I really also felt this when, especially during COVID, when these clubs were closed, people were driving crazy a little bit and they didn't have this output that they were used to going there, having the freedom to go there whenever they want to. And also these places are like safe places. These places are you can just be whoever you want and uh, you're not being judged or you, you shouldn't be judged. That's the idea behind it. And it's almost like therapy for some people. And it's like a place where you can be free, just totally yourself and do whatever you want, dance however you like. I didn't really know that that there weren't these places in the USA, but that's very interesting to hear. Yeah, because for me, I grew up with this here in Berlin. <laughs> Probably it's like, a, I don't know that other places don't don't really have it that much. Well, and I guess to, to clarify that, yes, it exists here. Obviously, you have nightclubs and you have electronic music and DJs and that sort of thing. Yeah. But I, I guess where I make the distinction is I sense that it's a different kind of zone. I know exactly what you're mm -hmm. saying because I, I experienced that and also had friends that also talked of this environment just like you talk about it. But I haven't really, f I guess the distinction is in terms of the circles that I, I know here in the US and I'm just thinking about New York and, and such, the nightclub scene seems a, a different. It doesn't seem to be like what you would find in Berlin or a, in a London uh, sort of environment. So I guess that's a distinction. It's not so much that it's it's absent altogether, but it is yeah. a, a different way to, to view it and maybe what is viewed as uh, being more trendy or or not i think ah, maybe that's mm -hmm. you could think of it that way yeah 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 ah okay i understand i totally understand also the because berlin is hyped for these clubs and now i understand more why because i always felt okay but this is normal. But yeah, maybe it's really something different to it. Yeah. I think there's a, an extra spark of magic, if you call it that, but also in how 
the the Europeans have developed or evolved this art form and these experiences in these clubs yeah. where it is very super immersive and all-encompassing trance, exactly yeah. that word. Okay, but as it relates though to your album, so I, I love that's the context that we're thinking of, 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 or the background to this. So you have this in the back of your mind, you experienced all of this. So bringing this into life, into an actual album, tell us about that. Yeah, this transformation is a little bit complicated maybe because for me as a composer, I analyzed lots of techno music. I analyzed these moments on the raves where I felt these this energy and I analyzed it very like uh, nerdy in a nerdy way, like in a composer nerdy way. But I try to tell it in a simple way. It's basically, so I try to find what exactly is it that is making this fascinating feeling what is it that is making the trance it's uh, different things it's something that is like minimalism something that is repetition so lots of loops just having loops you have to have this to first lose lose a feeling of time and then it's very important to have one line that guides you because that is what trance is about it's you concentrate on one thing And everything else has to be, you know, the same. It's like when you're driving a car, it's basically also something like trance because you're focusing on one thing and everything's going, you know, everything's going to the back. Everything else is passing by. And for me, I analyzed this music, I analyzed these moments, and then I, I was, yeah, communicating it in my own words. I come from a classical background. My own words are based on classic and for example the first piece is a never-ending line going upwards and everything around it looping and not so important as this one line so everything around it is guiding the one line going upwards that is felt never-ending it's like repeating at some time but it's felt never-ending going to going upwards or there is the other track that's called trance it's the focus track That is that starting with a piano loop and the loop is only changing a little bit. So it only changes a couple of tones and it's very technical, but yeah, everything I thought through everything very carefully about the whole technical kind of things. And then there is the last piece or one of the last pieces, uh, Watching You, which is in the original track is like 11 minutes. And this piece is all about tension and lots of like extreme emotions and being already in a state of trance where you sometimes can have a very intense, very sensitive emotionality. So this piece, I put all of my emotions in it. And uh, this piece is a very long holding attention and the drop is coming like after 10 minutes or something or after nine minutes. So it's holding this tension for a long time. And for example, lots of techno tracks, they have this very minimalism thing that they go all the time after, I don't know how many minutes, they finally change something or they finally have the drop. And this is these kind of things I took from this electronic techno music and from these rave experiences and put them into my music. I love the drop. Yeah, and for anyone listening who does not know what that is, can you succinctly say what the drop is? The drop is, yeah, it's like a little death. <laughs> it's escaping. It's like the final, 
the, the cut, the final, how should I say it? It's like the maximum, the maximum of the piece. And yeah, it's this moment where everyone is holding their breath for one second or a couple of seconds. And then finally it's releasing. Finally, something is releasing. It's cathartic, I would say too, that there's this idea of catharsis, very visceral catharsis in trance music that I don't know if people give it credit for as much, or I should say maybe Americans should give it more credit. And I'm saying Americans just because um, the primary audience of Classical Post is Americans. And so that's why I'm, I'm very much thinking about where they might be coming from. And I, I, I think, yes, having that idea of a release and benefiting from that by listening to trance is valuable. Yeah, yeah. I definitely, the release is totally important, like to the album. It's, it all is also about letting go and just falling and just forgetting about time and forgetting about anything. And yeah, this was so important to me to communicate this kind of feelings. That's probably why I really love to be in the Atlantic Ocean, in the ocean in general, just gives me the same feeling of being in a techno rave or playing the piano, just letting go and being really honest in this moment and putting yourself into a state of trance. In terms of the release um, of your the body of your work, there's different things because I remember, in fact, I'll go on, so I'm not misspeaking here, I'll go on Spotify actually, Actually, no, it was from last year, 2020. I Am Stardust has 600,000 streams. That is just insanity. How do you, or how does that make you feel when, you know, one of your tracks has over a half a million streams? There's more. There's like the other platforms. I think we have even more or I have more on Amazon Music. I think Amazon is the biggest. And then Apple Music and Spotify is somewhere after them. Yeah, but for me, of course I like it, but it's also for me, it's just, it's very nice for me to have this kind of, that I can reach so many people and this kind of a voice because for me it's all about communicating so I make music to communicate I do this to to tell people stories to do to I want to create something in the people I want to make them feel something and for me to have this kind of the amount of people listening it's just I really I like it a lot because it means that I am able to do my work. It means that I'm able to communicate, to say the things that I can't say with words. In terms of some recent press too, I saw Elle magazine. Yeah. yeah, I was very proud of this because not only as, as a young woman and being excited of being in the Elle magazine, but also as a composer, as a female composer, as a this kind of stereotype that people have of composers being old, nerdy guy, white guy. For me, showing something like this, so showing something very different and a little bit more like aesthetically, something more essential and being more in this, yeah, showing something like this from a composer. For me, it was very nice. Like I was really proud of this to to could show people that composers don't only have to be old and uh, male, white, old people, but they can also just be young women. And yes. 
And that's exciting, especially for today's world. And we need more people like you. And the world needs more people like you. And I think that's incredible um, what you're offering. And to, like you're saying, that you can completely rewrite the, the past stereotypes and say, yeah. no, we're on to a, a better future. And you're part of rewriting it. And I think that's yeah. awesome. Thank you. One thing I really want to add also coming from this classical background that also I grew up in the classical music. I went to a very strict classical school. I was like a young student in, in Berlin, everything. And I went through the whole program and I was so much judge, judgment on how should I look? How should I talk? How should I behave? What kind of music should I write? What kind of shoes should I wear? No, this dress is too short. No, this dress is too long, whatever. And this whole classical elite music industry totally made me very angry. And also having this coming, like this judgmental thing coming from people who don't even, they aren't even musicians themselves. And I felt like, who are you to tell me that this music, this classical music belongs to you? It doesn't belong to you. It's more, it belongs more to me than to you because I'm, I'm a creator. I create this music and all of these things that people often don't talk about in this industry, which I think is very sad because everyone feels it, but no one really talks about it, about all these judgmental things. This is also something that I was breaking through and that I still want to um, put more, put more focus on, yeah, to also help other classical musicians to um, be free in this industry because classical music is about freedom. It is about having emotions, having this passion and not being stuck in the prison. Thanks for listening to the Classical Post podcast. Explore more insightful content on our website at classicalpost.com where we share original perspectives listening guides to new recordings, and conversations with the leading artists. Stay abreast of classical music, style, and wellness by signing up for our monthly briefing, delivered directly to your inbox. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. Until next time, I'm Jonathan Eifert. Thanks for listening.